Hey everyone, welcome back to the Bubbly Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Bromley, and you are on day 22 of Buzztober. Buzztober is where I read scary stories from No Sleep Reddit every day during the month of October. So that means new episodes for you every single day. I get a little buzzed while I do it. If it's an appropriate time of the day, I welcome you to get buzzed while listening to these episodes. And hopefully you get into the spooky spirit. No Sleep Reddit is a place where people submit their fictional horror stories. If you are not somebody who enjoys that kind of thing, doesn't like scary stuff, is just terrified of everything, don't listen to these episodes throughout the entire month of October. I won't hurt my feelings at all, I promise. Scary stuff is not for everybody. But scary stuff is certainly for me. And if scary stuff is certainly for you as well, please tune in to this episode and the episodes for the rest of the month, as well as the episodes that you haven't listened to yet this month. Um... Listener's discretion is advised. This is very mature content. Uh, This is meant to disturb and make you feel unsettled. It's supposed to just get you in the spooky-ass mood because Halloween is coming up, and I hope you guys are interested in just getting into the mood of spooky stuff. Um, So I I try to give trigger warnings where I can, guys. I'm sorry. It's it's really hard to do, though, because these stories are unsettling, disturbing, horrifying, all the above. So it's this is my time to tell you now. If you are not in a good mental state, please do not listen to these episodes throughout the entire month of October. Um, tune in when my episodes go back to normal in November. But if you are ready to dive in, cheers to you, and let's get started. So I'm going to kick us off with our two-sentence horror story of the episode. And this was written in by user Shadow Druid. I have no mouth. The man took it away so I wouldn't scream like the other children. Ooh, kicking us off with a little bit of a spooky spook right there. A little disturbing disturbingness. Who am I? What the hell? What am I even saying right now? Okay, let's move on. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the short scary story of today's episode. This one was written in by user Bird Unsure. So this one, the title is Rules for Miss Cora's Biology Lab. And if you've listened to, I think there's been two other episodes so far where I do like rules at a sleepover and rules of something else. Um, So I kind of love these. They always end up (laughs) turning out really well. So Rules for Miss Cora's Biology Lab. Biology Lab Rules. Number one, wash your hands before entering the lab and immediately after leaving. The lab must be as clean as possible at all times. Number two, the tables will be arranged differently every class. This is for your safety. Simply find a seat and take it. Number three, if you notice that there is an empty lab stool at your table, notify Miss Cora immediately. Do not try to remember who once sat there. Number four, never open the vials by the main sink. Nobody knows what the liquids inside are. Number five, do not insult the things preserved in the jars at the back of the room. They hold grudges. Number six, once you put on your safety goggles, you can no longer trust your eyes. The things you may see are not real. Do not let them convince you they are. Number seven, sometimes the librarian will stop in during class to inquire about overdue books. Please ignore him and keep in mind that we no longer have a library. Number eight, during dissections, all students are to keep in mind that all mammals provided to them are male. The things inside them are not fetuses, even if they have limbs. Number nine, do not comment on how real the lab skeleton looks. He knows. Number 10, leave the lab when Miss Cora does, even if this is during the middle of class. She knows the things in there better than anyone, and she knows when they're angry. Number 11, 
When exiting the lab, do not leave anything behind, as it will not be there when you come back for it. This includes fellow students. Number 12. Miss Cora will never call you into the lab from the hall without poking her head out from the door. Remember this. Number 13. Do not enter the lab after school hours unless you are confident that you are favored by at least one god, ancient or otherwise. You will need their protection. And of course, number 14. Never come to class unprepared. Ever. Oh, I love these. Like, what the heck? If you put on these, like, safety goggles and they show you freaky stuff, that's wild. It's like a virtual reality game. I liked that one. I love those ones that tell, that are, like, the rules and they end up being spooky as hell. Okay, so we'll go into... Okay, if this is the story I think it is, this is one of my favorite no-sleep stories. Okay, I hope it is. All right, all right. So this one is written in by user blue underscore title, and it's entitled The Smiling Man. About five years ago, I lived downtown in a major city in the U.S. I've always been a night person, so I would often find myself bored after my roommate, who is decidedly not a night person, went to sleep. To pass the time, I used to go for long walks and spend the time thinking. I spent four years like that, walking alone at night, and never once had a reason to feel afraid. I always used to joke with my roommate that even the drug dealers in the city were polite. But all of that changed in just a few minutes of one evening. It was a Wednesday, somewhere between 1 and 2 in the morning, and I was walking near a police-patrolled park quite a ways from my apartment. It was a quiet night, even for a weeknight, with very little traffic and almost no one on foot. The park, as it was most nights, was completely empty. I turned down a short side street in order to loop back to my apartment when I first noticed him. At the far end of the street, on my side, was the silhouette of a man dancing. It was a strange dance, similar to a waltz, but he finished each box with an odd forward stride. I guess you could say he was dance-walking, headed straight for me. Deciding he was probably drunk, I stopped as close as I could to the road to give him the majority of the sidewalk to pass me by. The closer he got, the more I realized how gracefully he was moving. He was very tall and lanky and wearing an old suit. He danced closer still until I could make out his face. His eyes were open wide and wild, head tilted back slightly, looking off at the sky. His mouth was formed in a painfully wide cartoon of a smile. Between the eyes and the smile, I decided to cross the street before he danced any closer. I took my eyes off of him to cross the empty street. As I reached the other side, I glanced back and then stopped dead in my tracks. He had stopped dancing and was standing with one foot in the street perfectly parallel to me. He was facing me, but still looking skyward, his smile still wide on his lips. I was completely and utterly unnerved by this. I started walking again, but kept my eyes on the man. He didn't move. Once I had put about half a block between us, I turned away from him for a moment to watch the sidewalk in front of me. The street and the sidewalk ahead of me were completely empty. Still unnerved, I looked back from where he had been standing to find him gone. For the briefest of moments, I felt relieved, until I noticed him. He had crossed the street and was now slightly crouched down. I couldn't tell for sure due to the distance and the shadows, but I was certain he was facing me. I had looked away from him for no more than 10 seconds, so it was clear that he had moved fast. I was so shocked that I stood there for some time staring at him, and then he staggered moving towards me again. 
he took giant, exaggerated, tiptoed steps, as if he were a cartoon character sneaking up on someone, except he was moving very, very quickly. I'd like to say at this point I ran away or pulled out my pepper spray or my cell phone or anything at all, but I didn't. I just stood there, completely frozen as the smiling man crept toward me. And then he stopped again, about a car length away from me, still smiling his smile, still looking to the sky. When I finally found my voice, I blurted out the first thing that came to mind. What I meant to ask was, what the fuck do you want? In an angry command tone, what came out was a whimper, what the fuck? Regardless of whether or not humans can smell fear, they can certainly hear it. I heard it in my own voice, and that only made me more afraid. But he didn't react to it at all. He just stood there, smiling. And then after what felt like forever, he turned around very slowly and started dance walking away. Just like that. Not wanting to turn my back to him again, I just watched him go until he was far enough away to almost be out of my sight. And then I realized something. He wasn't moving away anymore nor was he dancing. I watched in horror as the distant shape of him grew larger and larger. He was coming my way, and this time he was running. I ran too. I ran until I was off the side of the road and back onto the better lit road with sparse traffic. Looking behind me then, he was nowhere to be found. The rest of the way home, I kept glancing over my shoulder, always expecting to see his stupid smile, but he was never there. I lived in that city for six months after that night and I never went out for another walk. There was something about his face that always haunted me. He didn't look drunk, he didn't look high. He looked completely and utterly insane. And that's a very, very scary thing to see. Yes, this was the story that I thought it was. Um, this is one of my favorites. This was one of the first ones I ever read on No Sleep years ago. Like, let me check when this story was even submitted. Eight years ago. Um, it is a classic. If you're somebody who goes on no sleep, I'm sure you've probably even read this before. I freaking love this story. It haunts me, even though I've read it many times. Um, just the thought of like someone's smile being like too wide and somebody just doing something kind of like unexpected, like the way he was like dance walking just makes me like so freaked out. Um, now, I'm not a big enough of a freaking moron to be like walking around on the street at one or two in the morning, even in like my safe neighborhood that I live in, because like... I'm not an idiot, but oh my God, what a great story. Um, I hope you guys loved that one. It's one of my absolute, absolute, absolute favorites. But I'll go ahead and sign us off here. So I hope you guys enjoyed day, I always lose track of what day we're on, day 22 of Buzztober. And I hope you guys tune in tomorrow and the rest of the month for the rest of Buzztober. Thank you so, so much. Cheers to you. Stay buzzed. And of course, stay bubbly.